eat the mic. That's going to be a whole lot of... <laughs> <laughs> How far back does this go in my throat? <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to Death by Music Podcast. I am Jake. I'm here with uh, Cassie off to my right and Alex off to my left. I just like how you flipped your page over so you, you're yeah. like, my yeah. name is... Yeah, I'm not even, I'm not <laughs> let me look at my. Let me check my notes first. I had another one worked out, but I think I'm going to save it for the uh, the bigger episode. Cool. Well, oh. this is yeah. Speaking oh, we're of going, the bigger we're going episode, with that? Okay, this is a mini episode, so it's a little bit smaller, so it doesn't deserve as special of an introduction. Um, on the, <laughs> no, thank you, Jake. Uh, let, I'll do a good one eventually. Jake. You put us in this box. <laughs> so on many episodes, we just talk about random music stuff. And today we have basically the origins of the selling your soul to the devil in music. It's been going on for a minute. So hail a Satan. One Let's whole go. minute. <laughs> so this is by Martin Chilton on You Discover Music. The called The Devil Has the Best Tunes. Yes. Even with big band music in concert halls, there were anxieties. Saxophones were viewed with the suspicion, and they were used to belt out jazz that aroused lewd dancing. It provoked alarm and moral outrage. The devil knew how to tempt, after all, with an apple or a sexy rhythm. They're comparable, <laughs> as you can see. So for a time in the 20s, jazz was banned in hundreds of public dance halls. Mm -hmm. Boo. So it wasn't just syncopated rhythms that caused trouble. No one knows for sure which 18th century cleric said that the devil has the best tunes. Classical music had aroused alarm over dance macabras and immoral symphonies. I think it's macabre. Macabre? And that's only because Ghost, who you probably hate, has a song called Dance Macabre. Sure. And I think that they're playing with then what's the idea. r for uh, it's probably french they just do unnecessary shit like that cool <laughs> okay so this started basically with classical music even as far back as then so venetian composer giuseppe tartini, tartini. who was born in 19 or oh, sorry i'm <laughs> dyslexic 1692 and died in 1770 he said he was inspired to write the devil's trill after satan playing a violin appeared to him in a dream um so i have a little bit of a, a story on this this is okay. from the present state in france and italy which i'm assuming is a newspaper from 1771 Ooh. and it's about giuseppe tartini and the dream that he had so he had gangrene in his foot and was probably on some drugs or just hallucinating and he, and he fell asleep he had this crazy ass dream so it says he dreamed one night in 1713 that he had made a compact with the devil who promised him to be at his service on all occasions. And during this vision, everything succeeded according to his mind. In short, he imagined he gave the devil his violin in order to discover what kind of musician he was. When to his great astonishment, he heard him play a solo so singularly beautiful and executed with such superior taste and precision that it surpassed all he has ever heard or conceived in his life. Ugh. So he had this dream and he was like, holy shit, that man's awesome. Uh, so great was his surprise and so exquisite his delight upon this occasion that it deprived him of the power of breathing. He awoke with the violence of his sensation and instantly seized his fiddle in hopes of expressing what he had just heard, but in vain. He, however, then composed a piece, which is perhaps the best of all his works. He called it the Devil's Sonata, but it was so <laughs> inferior to what his sleep had produced that he declared he should have broken his instrument and abandoned music forever if he could have subsisted by any other means. I thought I was dramatic. This reminds me of, this isn't the greatest song in the world. It's only a tribute. 
Tenacious D. Jesus Christ. Okay. Never mind, guys. You, you're into that more than I am. Oh, I thought we watched. <laughs> didn't we watch every single thing Tenacious D's ever done when we were visiting in hmm. Atlanta? Were you not paying attention? I wasn't there. Don't oh count gosh. me in on this. All right. Well, we um, got to have a group meeting. You're both fired. It's funny because, like, obviously they weren't looking into the science or, like, psychology of dreams back then. Yeah. And you literally can work shit out in your head just by sleeping. Whether it's playing an instrument or like for me, one time I learned how to crochet. <laughs> so what in your sleep? Um, I was like looking at tutorials on YouTube and I was like, this shit don't make no sense. And then I like closed <laughs> it, like frustrated and threw everything down. And then in my dream, like I saw, I felt like it was a like goodwill hunting where Matt Damon's just on the chalkboard writing these like <laughs> elaborate <laughs> equations or that math meme where the like, yeah, yeah, yeah. the pack, pack, like, Pythagorean mm-hmm. theorem is like above that lady's head. But um, I was like, huh, that makes sense. And then I woke up the next day and I could do it. That is interesting. I can speak fluent German in my dreams, but in real life I can't unless I've had a little bit to drink and then I'm back on it. I think it's just back maybe it's shit. maybe it's triggering like your subconscious or your past life. Things that you actually know you can do or your past life. Yeah. Interesting. But they didn't think about that back then. It was all strictly devil. Satan. And possibly Straight drugs turn. too. Possibly drugs, yeah. yeah. He <laughs> That's did like the, he was tripping a little. He, like morphine or something? I mean, what would you do for uh, 1700s? I don't know. So tar- Tartini. <laughs> Tartini was one of a number of composers who used tritones, a musical interval that goes across three entire tones, which was branded Diabolos in Musica. I think I learned that in school. Yeah, I was going to say this is probably familiar to you. I feel like, yeah, which is obviously the devil's interval. Um, the dissonant chords reappeared in heavy metal music in bands such as Slayer, Slayer! and Black Sabbath, Black Sabbath, and even in the edgy theme tune to The Simpsons. Yes. Is that why I they were going to sing it? <laughs> that like all-seeing eye That just sounds like Dr. Mario. <laughs> Dr. Mario? What is that? It's a game. It's like Tetris, but with like pills. <laughs> this sounds yeah. terrible. I tried to explain that Michelangelo Pope God thing or not Pope God. It was Michelangelo's painting of God and Jesus the other day. And I called it um, that finger painting. <laughs> and my mom was really upset. And I was like, you know what I'm talking about with the finger painting. And she was like, oh, but oh my painting. God, you're such a dummy. And you I just called like, Michelangelo okay. a finger painter, which is highly insulting. <laughs> he painted fingers. <laughs> so in the documentary film, Metal, A Headbanger's Journey, producer Bob Ezrin, who has worked with Alice Cooper, kissed... Yes. you scared me (laughs) um he said there is something very sexual about the tritone okay uh apparently it was the sound used to call up the beast and i guess that is a sexual thing so like i guess people get aroused yeah Um, you didn't know that sex is evil oh shit wow all right i'm calling the cops So even through, oh, even though the devil is a typical character who has shown up as a key player in popular music ever since the dawn of the recording era, what really cemented a potent pseudo-romantic link between music and the occult was the belief that musicians could sell their soul to him in a Faustian exchange for musical greatness. And we'll go more into that yes. in the Robert Johnson episode. Yes, yeah, so this is kind of an intro Dick Johnson. To, to get you to subscribe to our Patreon, because we do go deeper into the into Faust and, and what that story is. But it's basically like some dude who I think he was a writer and he was like, fuck, my books are terrible. Nobody likes them. Hey, Satan, help me out, brother. And he was like, cool. All right. Just give me your soul. OK, we'll do it. 
that's Faustian. It's like a German myth or something. I don't know. So the legend occurs in the story of Robert Johnson, which we just mentioned, um, who supposedly, supposedly, <laughs> supposedly sold his soul to Satan himself at midnight near the Dockery Plantation where the blues singer Charlie Patton was raised. According to the myth, Johnson was transformed from an average musician to one of the greatest guitarists of all time after his pact with Satan. And the legend of the man who composed Hellhound on My Trail was only strengthened by his mysterious death, possibly murder, at the age of 27. So the plotline of a blues guitarist selling his soul was also the part of the Coen Brothers' wonderful movie, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou?, great film yeah that's a good song too what is that man of constant sorrow yeah so it provided inspiration for the hit song the devil went down to georgia which we've already brought up because charlie Charlie daniels Daniels. it has since proved attractive for musicians to claim with varying degrees of seriousness that they also made their own deal with the devil john lennon told a press conference that the reason the beatles were so successful that he is because they had <laughs> what are words uh john lennon told the press con- or told a press conference that the reason the beatles were so successful was that he had sold his soul so and Katy perry and easy e are among those who have made the claim in recent times i feel like they're just being sarcastic yeah I how mean, why big is Katy perry like, actually it's just like people saying that they're in the illuminati they're just like right they're like sure I, I was watching this video the other day and there was a girl that was like Maroon 5 tours the country, but who do you know that lessens to Maroon 5? And I was like, Illuminati, immediately. (laughs) Um, Bon Jovi even told teen pop magazine smash hits that I'd kill my mother for rock and roll. I would sell my soul. And I bet she's really proud of him. I don't know. I feel like I could say that about Kathleen and she'd be like, hey, do it for the devil. Yeah, I feel like she'll fly back here just to slap you in your face. But yeah, I mean, I would do it. I would so do it if it was real or if it was fake. I don't care. I would do it. Watch your back, Kathleen. No, 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 no. I meant sell my soul to the devil. I'm oh. not saying I, that just sounds like I want to murder my mother. Yeah, that's what <laughs> that's I thought you were. I was like, this is a confession officer. No. She said it. It's premeditated. <laughs> oh my God. You're about to get me in trouble. You got yourself in this. No, I would. I meant I would sell my soul. Oh, I would well, so a little better. do it. But also, I don't I don't believe in God. So that helps or oh. the devil. But if the devil was real, that'd be pretty rad. Jake, Jake, I um, mean, say anything. <laughs> anything hail satan i mean no. come on no oh, yeah. don't oh, summon oh, yeah. him into he this house he can't say hail satan but i can hail satan yeah so um i don't know what do you think do you think it's legit do you think that there's something to it i think that there are a lot of people out there that will use religion to scare a lot of other people into thinking things that exist don't exist i mean the the devil is considered to have this temptation you know in mm-hmm. biblical sense so if that's what they want to believe is the devil. Sure. I think it's just, it's like a publicity stunt, you know? It's not real. It'd be cool if it was. I think they're just doing it because then you rile people up, you know? If you're like, oh yeah, I sold my soul to the devil. That's why I'm so badass. But secretly, like, Robert Johnson's probably back at home, like, yeah. pra- practicing for six hours every night. That one. <laughs> He's like, oh, I don't know. That's what, was it was devil. like, he disappeared for, like, four years yeah it was like a certain amount of time he was gone he came back and then they were like holy shit you got really good and he's like "Uh, it was satan (laughs) sure yeah that sounds exciting and fun and now you have a story now you have a legend about you that's Mm -hmm. really fun and people won't forget you impressive tactic for the early it's like your 1700s your 1700s marketing firm (laughs) tell them it's the devil tell them tell them you know them It's just like the parental advisory stickers. It's human curiosity. You're going to want to know what it says. If you label it as being bad or evil, then people are like, hmm. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening to our show. 
Um, just for the record, once more, Jake did not say Hail Satan. Not once. He didn't even throw up devil horns behind the microphone. <laughs> I Trust me, he's sitting right here. I'm not against saying it. I just, you don't want to go was, on You yeah, don't want to go on record. I was just listening to you guys. I'm like, oh, cool. I, I, I think we're it. overwhelming. He doesn't want any sound <laughs> yeah. clips that I can use against him in the future. You know, I got a lot of sound clips She's on my computer stockpiling. Right oh, no. I, I mean, I'll, I'll listen to uh, Slayer's Disciple in the car and turn it up. I fucking love that song. And open all the windows so everybody can hear it. That's like my favorite angry driving <laughs> song, by the way. Maybe we should make a playlist for today. We can. By the way, if you're unfamiliar with our playlists, we put them together for every single, not mini episode, but like our regular full length episodes. Mm-hmm. Because we're talking about these musicians and you're sitting there listening to us talk about them for an hour. So you might as well listen to some of their music, too. Yeah, puts you in the mood. It arouses you. Oh, oh, yeah, yes. Because maybe this playlist will arouse you because it has to do with Satan. But maybe the other ones do. We're not here to kink shame. Yeah. I don't know. If Karen Carpenter's what gets you going, then don't get too crazy. Use protection. Um, and thanks. Oh, yeah. By the way, that brings us back to should we make Death by Music podcast condoms? How do we even do that? Let us know. We also have t-shirts. That'll work too. That's good enough birth control for you. Uh, send us an email if <laughs> you want a t-shirt. <laughs> send us an email if you want a t-shirt. It is deathbypodcastteam at gmail.com. They're $20 plus or minus a little bit. Well, not minus, but plus for shipping if you need to ship them. If you're local, we can do a drop off. But yeah, they're 20 bucks. We have small, medium, large, extra large, and there should be some double XLs rolling around there somewhere, but only a few. So just let us know. And thank you for listening and make sure you follow us on Facebook for any updates on Patreon when we're going to get that started because it should be pretty soon here. But I'm also speaking from like three weeks in the past. So I don't know what's going to be happening once this episode comes out. Hopefully we've got our shit together by then. <laughs> I think it'll be there. Yep. We shall I see. believe in us. Do you believe in us, Jake? Or are you just going to sit there? I'm just going to sit here. Okay. He <laughs> doesn't believe in us. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for listening. And don't forget to rest in peace. <laughs> Bye. Later. Okay. Music by Demons at Demons Band on Instagram. Artwork by Mike Johnson. Writing and production by Cassie Gardner, Alex Motler, and Jake.